The Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show. Every Saturday at 6 p.m., you get the raw, authentic, uncut messaging straight from the horse's mouth, which is me. So welcome. Uh, make sure you follow me on social media at the Officer Tatum. You can also visit my store, theofficertatumstore.com. Make sure you download the app as well. If you're not listening on the app, you're listening in your car. Therefore, you can go back and review it. Therefore, you can see it live if you happen to not be rolling down the road listening to me on the radio. So let's get right into this because I am I couldn't wait. Y'all, God knows I could not wait to get on the show and talk about Doug Ducey because I said last week that this is the deal breaker for me as it relates to Doug Ducey. I love Doug Ducey. I'm a huge fan of Doug Ducey. I, he get, he gave me his personal number one ta- one time when we were at a at a meeting. He told me, reach out to me if you ever need anything. If you ever want to do some community outreach, let's make it happen. But Wednesday, I think I need to rethink how I feel about Doug Ducey because I'm tremendously upset at how he's rolling out the lockdown. I'm tremendously concerned because I feel that he's not acting in good faith, in my personal opinion. I think it's more political correctness and social justice mentality versus reality. There is a tremendous amount of people in the state of Arizona that not only want to get back to work, they need to get back to work. The unemployment numbers in the state of Arizona is nearly a half a million people who've applied for unemployment. Over 150,000 people have been denied. I mean, you're talking almost a million people approaching a million people, depending on how long we keep the shutdown and and keep some restrictions. We can have over a million people in this state file for unemployment in a system and a government that I don't think is structured well enough to accommodate that. In the state of Arizona, I want y'all to keep these facts in your mind and keep these numbers in your mind. We have about 8,000 cases in the state of Arizona. That's yeah, it's 7 million people that live here. 8,000 cases to me don't seem like a lot. Don't seem like you should shut the whole state down and keep it shut down for another two weeks. And, and even, even longer than that, there's 300, I don't know, about 350 people at this point that, that, that has died. I don't, I, don't, I don't, you know, the numbers are consistently changing, but about 350, we can round it. There's 7 million people in this state. In Maricopa County, there's about 4,000 cases. Maricopa County has about 4 million people in this county. The math is not adding up to me that there's about, I don't know, 150 people who have lost their lives in Maricopa County, maybe 200 out of 4 million people. And we consistently shut down businesses and putting half a million people, almost a million people in this state in a situation where they're consistently unemployed. It makes no sense to me, ladies and gentlemen. The 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 the, the cure is is becoming a, a lot worse than the problem itself. I know that people are afraid of COVID nineteen. I get it. I get it. You can wear a mask. And let me let me let's talk about the mask real quick because I I, I want to make sure we're clear on this. The mask is not to stop you from getting sick. I, I want y'all to understand that unless you got an N ninety five mask. 
the little cloth on your face or other CDC required masks are not going to stop you from getting sick. Viruses are small micro uh, uh, things that can that's going to creep right through your mask and go into your immune system. It's to stop you from spitting infected saliva and other things on other people. It's not going to say it, it, so it, it's almost pointless for healthy people to be sitting in the house, not able to go to work. I don't understand the difference between uh, Home Depot, which they just let people go through Home Depot. No employees not wearing masks. They're not wearing gloves. What's the difference between Home Depot, which seems to be reckless, if you ask me, then a person who's open in a hair salon who can take appointment only, who has sanitization or can sanitize their facility and their experts are sanitized is sanitizing their facility. How is that any different? Why is Doug Ducey wanting salons to be closed but Home Depot to be open? When you go to the grocery store, people touching all the merchandise, you can't verify who's sick, who's not, who's touching what cereal boxes and who's not. None of the employees have masks on or gloves. You're talking about a contamination zone that's like none other. But then again, they tell you you can't go to a restaurant then again, you can't get your hair cut. You can't get your nails done. Most of these businesses can't even open up and people are losing money. They're losing their livelihood. And this stuff will never come back. One of my really good friends is a business owner. He owned two restaurants in Scottsdale. He told me that 30 percent of the restaurant industry is never coming back. 30 percent. And I'm going to have him on the show next week and we're going to talk about this. He called me the other day frustrated to no end about what's going on. And I know a lot of Arizonans can see the point of view and perspective that I'm coming from. Some of y'all do want to be trapped inside inside of your house because you're afraid of the boogeyman. Well, I want you to understand this very clearly. Most of the people who are affected to the point of mortality, they're elderly individuals. They're individuals with underlying health conditions. That's probably 80 or 90% of the people who are losing their lives to COVID-19. Everybody else will experience illness like the flu. And if you ask me, if you look at the numbers, in 2018, 80,000 people died from the flu. In 2020, less than 80,000 people have died from COVID-19. What's the difference, ladies and gentlemen? It's political correctness and failure by public officials who don't know what they're talking about, don't know what they're doing. Everybody's trying to save their own butts, but they're leaving out people in the public who make a living in this state by trading and selling goods and merchandise and services. Now, Doug Ducey has extended it through May, which most of you guys have heard. I think everybody's have, have been anticipating it to May, May the 15th. And, 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 and I just don't understand what's the difference between Today, or the which is the first or the second, today and the 15th. What was the difference? Is somehow the virus is going to be eliminated? Is somehow you, it's just going to disappear in two weeks? That's not going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. It's not going to happen. You've been sitting in the house all week long. Your immune system is not, is not performing like it should. You haven't been exposed to the elements. You're going to get out there on the 15th. 
when they start opening up stuff and a tremendous amount of people are going to get sick. Now, I have two minutes to bring this point home and I'm going to finish it. I'm going to finish this segment with this. I want I want you guys to hear this very clearly. Our government officials, our governor, Doug Ducey and others are misleading us. And here's the reason why I say that every time you check the stats, they say 500 new cases, 200 new cases, 100 new cases. They're conflating new infections with new cases. They're conflating the two. That's a very different number. And Doug Ducey has said, and we heard him the other day, he has said, we're going to ramp up tests. We're going to ramp up tests. We're going to ramp up tests. What does that mean, ladies and gentlemen? If there's millions of people that probably either already had COVID-19 and there's plenty of people who are affected with COVID-19 who are asymptomatic. If you test 30,000 people in a week, you're going to you're going to get new numbers. That does not mean that these people are newly infected. Some of these individuals could be caught at the tail end of an infection because it, you could have this infection for up to 14 days before you show any symptoms. Tail end of a 14 day infection and they're adding them to new numbers like they're new infections, like we're having an increase of a problem in the state of Arizona. I, I want y'all to look into this and, and think about this for a minute before you trust these politicians. We're going to talk about the drama that's going on around the nation referred to COVID-19 in the next segment. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR. Hold the phone. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Are you following me on social media? If you're not following me on my social media platforms, you're making a huge mistake. The Officer Tatum, the Officer Tatum on all of my social media platforms. Now, before I get into Michigan, I want to run back. I want to drive the bus back over uh, the conversation about Doug Ducey. I, I am. I want this to be very clear. And I wrote this on Twitter and Doug Ducey probably read it. I am disappointed and his leadership as it relates to his COVID-19 response. I want it to be very clear to the people who are listening. We should be opened up right now. People should, all businesses should be open. People are smart enough. We are adults. If you don't want to go out and shop, stay your behind at home. If you have a business, we trust that you are smart enough to do what you think is necessary to help out your customers. We're going to leave it up to the businesses. We are all grown adults. If you walk down to uh, just say you're in Scottsdale and you walk into Old Town and you see a business that's not practicing good practices or not keeping social distancing, then just go to the next business. If you are wearing a mask, why are you worry about if other people are wearing a mask? Because the mask is for you not to spread it to somebody else. You getting it is it's inevitable, especially if your immune system sucks. So let's get into Michigan. It, it protest and outrage have been escalating and escalating and escalating in Michigan. Gretchen Whitmer should step down, in my personal opinion. She's doing a terrible job. They've extended them through May the 28th. Can somebody on God's green earth explain to me why there's a necessity to extend the stay-at-home orders to May the 28th? Yeah, this is two and three months of people sitting in their house, riding away. 
This is two or three months of hundreds of thousands of people filing for unemployment. And the people of Michigan had enough. Just like here in Arizona, there's going to be a protest tomorrow on Sunday where people are going to go out and they're going to protest and they're going to pray. But they're they're encouraging Doug Ducey to make a better decision, which he has the power to do, which he's not going to do because and that's the reason why, you know, I've lost a lot of respect for him. But in Michigan, they're showing up to the Capitol. They're showing up armed. Not to, not to hurt anybody. Some people may feel intimidated by it, but it's just it's the constitutional right for you to be able to carry. Just like in the state of Arizona, you have a constitutional right for you to carry your firearm. When I go to protest, I carry my rifle, not because I'm intimidating anybody. It's because it's my God given right. And I can do that, especially in the state of Arizona. But it's, it's coming to a boiling point in many cities around the country because the people, in my opinion, know better than the government. I'm a, I'm a I'm a proponent of freedom. I'm a proponent of believing that the people run the state, the people run the country, not the politicians. They are elected officials that can be impeached and removed if they're not doing what they're supposed to do, if they're not doing what we've called them to do. And if people are bombarding the Capitol and saying we need to open up our businesses, what is stopping politicians from saying, open your business? Open your business. If you are if you're a business owner and you want to contribute to the stay at home order, then don't open your business and keep hoping to God that the government pay you money. Hopefully you get the money and not some big multi-million dollar corporation that's that's promoting themselves as a small business. Come on, man. We live in America. We don't live in communist China. We should not be relying this heavily on a government who's proven to us that they are incompetent. Our government is incompetent. This goes from the top down. They originally have been have been uh, uh, relying on the World Health Organization, who's clearly have been compromised, who clearly have been advocates of China, completely advocates of China. They got out in front of the world and said China has done no wrong. China is the model of how to recover. And you look at the real stories that's going on in China and they believe that China has 46,000 people that have died from this COVID-19 virus that they've hidden from the world. They lied about when it started. They lied about the transfer. They said it was only between animal to animal and then it was animal to human, but not human to human. Then it come to find out it's gone all around the world and everybody's dying. So they have been inconsistent, but our government has relied on them and gave us messages from an inconsistent source. Then they come out and say a million people are going to die. What happened to that number? Oh, social distance haven't stopped people. Um, don't take it from a million to 50,000. That's not how social distance work when you know that most people aren't even practicing social distancing. They're not doing it. Most people are probably not doing it like they should. Most people are cross contaminating by having a mask, having gloves, touching your cell phone, touching the mask, take the mask off, put the mask on, touching groceries, the people are cross-contaminating anyway. It's almost laughable at what we're doing. Our government is consistently telling us one thing and then having to recant. At first, we weren't supposed to wear a mask. It's not going to help. It's, it's pointless. The CDC said that. Then now, the Surgeon General of the United States of America is now saying you, you must wear a mask. I just read recently that American Airlines and other airline organizations are saying you have to wear a mask or something covering your face before you can travel. You, it's out of control. Where are people going to get these masks at? 
And then if you make it at home and you make an illegitimate match, it's not going to help you anyway. It's not going to help you, ladies and gentlemen. It is not going to help you. The only way you can prevent yourself from potentially or at least at the maximum uh, effort is an N95 match, which are not available to you because they're only available to the emergency personnel. So you're screwed. And I want people to understand that. The government don't know what they're doing. Sweden didn't shut down nothing and their numbers look about like ours. Why is that significant, Brandon? It's because if you look around the country, you can see that the numbers don't match up to the outrage. 400 people have lost their lives in the state of Arizona. 7 million population. Come on, man. There's that's just that same amount of people that die every year for probably drunk driving and domestic violence. You know, they, they're not shutting the liquor store down because people are getting drunk and abusing their wives and killing people and getting getting in the car drunk and killing people, injuring people. Destroying their liver. Dying from complications of alcoholism. They ain't shut down the liquor store. They haven't even mitigated the hours in which you can sell. Other than the, the typical, you know, past 2 p.m. type thing. But I'm talking about shutting down an entire liquor store. Even as an essential business, liquor stores have been open. We've seen domestic violence go out of the roof around the country. Every time I turn on the news, there's a death. There's a homicide. I mean, there's a homicide. There's somebody killing themselves or something in, the, in Phoenix Valley. A guy shot his kid in the head the other day. I, I, a man ran up on a, a murder suicide in Scottsdale. I mean, every time I turn on, I'm seeing increased increasing numbers of reports of violence that are going on because of COVID-19. And people don't want to talk about it, but this is what's happening. People are being are going through a great level of depression. Some people are going to develop health issues sitting in the house for three months and not getting adequate exercise or vitamin D that they would have never experienced if they would have been able to be out develop herd immunity, get a little sore throat and be done with it. But instead, they're keeping you in the house. It's, it's crazy to me, man. It is crazy to me. And, and I, I, I would I would challenge anybody that disagree with what I'm saying to do your research. They are removing people off of social media for, for giving facts that don't align with what they want you to know. California, it's been proven by researchers that they believe that the mortality rate is 0 0.3, 0.3, which is about the same mortality rate as the flu. It's the common flu, ladies and gentlemen. Doctors came out and made that statement. They deleted them off of social media. Why are they doing this? Because they're brainwashing you. They want you to believe something so they can take control. My theory, I got 45 seconds. My theory is that they want to eliminate this. This is government control, ladies and gentlemen. They want to eliminate the small businesses. They want to eliminate entrepreneurial spirit. They want a ton of people to be on unemployment, depending on the government. And they want big businesses to expand. So therefore, there's only the wealthy and the poor and the gap continues to grow. And if you don't do what the government say, you won't have access to shopping in stores. You can't travel. It's coming, ladies and gentlemen. If we are not careful and we don't pay attention, the government is setting us up for them to be our big brother and for us to be under the thumb of the government and the most free nation on planet Earth. We'll talk about more in the next segment. You listen to the Brandon Tatum show. Hold the phone.
Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. This is the Brandon Tatum Show. The Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR News, 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show. Y'all know what it is every Saturday at 6 p.m. where you get real authentic talk from yours truly. If you're not following me on social media, you need to follow me on The Officer Tatum. The Officer Tatum on all of my social media platforms. I upload videos daily on the YouTube channel, getting into depth uh, on a lot of things that I talk about even on the radio show. So let's talk about, we're still dabbling in the COVID-19 situation but let's talk about how this is affecting the election i'm gonna I'm a keep it 100 with y'all i'm a trump supporter trump 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 2020 even on my store we sell merchandise that supports the president but i am have become increasingly upset with how he's handled covid 19 with that being said he still has my vote because i believe that president trump is the best president that we've seen in a very long time his accomplishments are astonishing the fact that we had the greatest economy that just got ruined a month ago or two, um, a month or two ago, he still developed one of the greatest economies that we've had. I believe he advocates for American freedom. This is a minor setback in my mind. Hopefully this doesn't affect him in the election. Some of y'all have written off Trump. I'm not going to even lie. I heard some people say I'm not voting for Trump anymore. Now, the alternative to Trump is Joe Biden. Now, I'm trying to be impartial about the about Joe Biden, but it's very hard to speak kindly of Joe Biden to a certain degree, because I feel like Joe Biden is one of the most corrupt politicians, one of the, and he's completely incompetent. I saw a video yesterday. He He's falling asleep in live television interviews. He They asked him about the accusation of a young lady that came out and said that he sexually assaulted her. And he, he it's like, he don't even know what's going on. He, he don't even know what's, he don't even know where he's at. And I think it's quite interesting that Joe Biden can be accused of a sex a sex crime with some validity, right? I mean, we remember Judge Kavanaugh. They said Judge Kavanaugh was accused in high school of not sexually assaulting a woman, but unwanting uh, touching because he didn't have sexual intercourse or none of that stuff like that. He just touched her and she thought it was inappropriate. Still wrong. But she didn't know when it happened, where it happened. She had no details. It happened 30 some years ago in high school. She had no verified witness. She didn't tell anybody at the time it happened. Nobody knew about it until Brett Kavanaugh was running for or at least at least being evaluated as a Supreme Court justice. Now, the young lady that's accusing Joe Biden, she told people about it. She her mom went on a radio show. And, and gave kind of like almost in a secret code, like, hey, what do you do if your daughter is, you know, been unwanted touching and other stuff with a politician? How do you go about that? It was on a radio show a long time ago when it happened. She had credible people she told at the time. She knew exactly when it happened, where it happened and how it happened. And it wasn't it wasn't 40 years ago, like Brett Kavanaugh. But. You see a stark difference between Republicans and Democrats. Joe Biden should be treated like Kavanaugh, according to how the Democrats treated treated Kavanaugh. Me too. Believe our women. 
he shouldn't even, they said Brett Kavanaugh shouldn't even have an opportunity to be considered for the position based on accusations alone. But Joe Biden can? Accusations against Joe Biden and now he can run for president. Joe Biden got on television. I played it on my on my radio show before. He was on national television committing a quid pro quo with Ukraine. He said out of his own mouth that he leveraged uh, uh, loan guarantees over a billion dollars of loan guarantees that if they didn't fire a particular prosecutor who happened to be prosecuting his son, if they didn't fire a particular prosecutor, that he wouldn't give them one billion dollars of loan guarantee. They fired the prosecutor. They got the money. That is a quid pro quo. If you don't believe that that's a true statement, just Google it. Google Joe Biden quid pro quo. You could type in one billion dollar loan guarantee quid pro quo Ukraine. You can put all that stuff in. You'll see the video of Joe Biden on the panel admitting to a quid pro quo. But nobody's talking about that. And I guess it doesn't matter. He has been a politician for God knows how long. What has changed under Joe Biden? Nothing. They continue. All of these politicians. Trump was the only one, in my personal opinion, that wasn't a politician at the time. Although I would like to see the next politician come after Trump be a little more polished and a, and, and a lot less petty in certain degrees. But when it comes down to Joe Biden and other politicians that's been in there for 100 years, what have they accomplished? Nothing. They, they just keep making promises. Oh, I promise that we're going to do right for the black and brown people in this country. Well, what have you been doing since when you were the vice president? Nothing. If black and brown conditions are no better now than it was when you had eight years as the vice president and I don't know how many years in the Senate, then how are you going to do something any different? All of a sudden, you're going to get epiphany and learn how to deal with the issues that, that, that minorities are facing in this country. It's not going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. Free education for everybody. Well, I would like to see the government be able to afford free education now that they're giving $2.2 trillion. And, and, and they're going to have to give way more than that if some of these states continue to keep people shut in their houses like they're on house arrest. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know, 30, 40 million people are on unemployment in the United States of America. That number is only going to keep going up the longer people are shut down. I would like to see them explain how they're going to pay for health care for all. How they're going to pay for uh, loan forgiveness or student loan forgiveness. How they going to pay for it? the Green New Deal? That's 90 trillion dollars. Over the course of 30 years, I think it was 30 years, it could be less than that. How they going to pay for it? They have no they have no budget. They have no idea. They're just telling you something to make you feel good. So let's get back to the election. I want to and then I got it out how I feel. Uh, I want you to consider what's at stake with the election. President Trump or Joe Biden. Now, many people believe they're going to sneak somebody in in the 11th hour because Joe Biden appears to be uh, showing early signs of dementia. When you can't remember what state you're in, when you can't even follow a teleprompter, when you stutter and, and, and cut out of your own train of thought in mid-sentence, that's, that's troubling. And I personally believe that Donald Trump will destroy him in a debate. But this is what you got to look at. What is Donald Trump promoting? I think secure borders sound pretty good right about now, right? When you have a pandemic and you have people flooding in your borders. No, no, you need to secure them. So sick people from other countries that have not been vetted, have not been tested, cannot just flood in our country and get everybody sick with, with illnesses that we probably don't even know exist at this point. So it sounds like closed borders make sense. 
him shutting down travel to China. That made sense, didn't it? When Joe Biden and others said that he was wrong and called him a bigot for it. So consider your options and make sure you turn out the vote. Because if you don't vote, and I don't care who you vote for, to be honest, it's a free country. You can vote for nobody if that's what you want to do. But I say, if you don't vote, and this is what my dad used to always tell me, if you don't vote, then shut your mouth when it comes to voting. You have no say in what the government is doing if you don't turn out and you don't put in your vote. And the reason why that matters, because some people say, oh, I'm just one vote. Well, if a million people think that they're just one vote, that's a million votes. That can change the course of history in the United States of America if a million people were to vote in a particular direction instead of feeling like, oh, it's just one vote. What what is my vote going to do? So turn out the vote. And I'll say this. Don't be. Don't let your state legislator lie to you and tell you to do mail in votes. If you want to go to a facility, you should go to a facility and vote. Mail in votes have an inherent possibility of voter fraud. I just read an article the other day that 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 mentioned that we still don't know where like 30 percent of mail in ballots are in the last several elections added together. 30 percent like it's come up missing. People can change your votes. It's all kind of things that can happen in the mail in ballot. So we need to stick to going to, to the to the voting booth and voting. If you can stand in line at Costco, you can stand in line to vote. If you can go and stand in line at Home Depot, I'm sure you can vote. And in November, I'm sure that quarantine is going to be a different scenario than it is today in some cases. Because if you ask me, I think they're going to bring back uh, COVID-19 again to make you put you on house arrest again. But anyway, I got a minute left. We're going to keep we're going to keep getting into this. I'm going to get on a positive note in the next segment, which is our last segment. I'm going to try to end with a positive note. I'm going to try to end with a godly message. And I may even say a little prayer in our last segment. But the reason why I'm talking the way I'm talking, the reason why I'm pointing out these things, because I think you need to do your research. Evaluate what President Trump has done. What does that man have to offer? Give give Joe Biden a fair evaluation. What does that man have to offer? And then I want you to think about this. How does that benefit your life in a positive direction? How do you think that's going to change the course of this country for the next four or eight years? That's something you need to think about. Coming up next, we're going to be positive. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to end it on something positive, maybe even spiritual. You listen to the Brandon Tatum Show. Make sure you hold the phone and come back and check it out. Brandon Tatum. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. If you're just now tuning in, you didn't miss the whole show, except the best part, which is our final segment. Follow me on some of my social media platforms. If you like what you hear on this show, because I expand on a lot of different things. I talk about news. I do live uh, videos, uh, live chats, whatever you want to call it. Um, So that'll be a benefit if you follow me on my social media platform. So let's get into this real quick. I've already talked about Joe Biden and election. I already talked about COVID-19. I've already talked about how I'm I'm tremendously disappointed in Governor Doug Ducey. I want to end this show on a positive. I feel like God has put in my heart to be positive and encourage the people because I have been sent in my personal opinion, based on uh, me being born again, 
I have the Holy Spirit in me and I believe God wants the people of God who have his spirit in them to be messengers and to be able to convey the message of God of peace, happiness, love, all of the above. And a lot of what I do is political critique. I'm like Jesus talking about the Pharisees where he had to rebuke them on a day to day basis. But what I want to do now is share a little love with you guys. And if you're not a Christian or if you're not spiritual, I mean, you can still apply this to the energy and the atmosphere if you like. But I believe that God, for those of us who are patient and long suffering through this this pandemic, that God is going to reward you on the other side. If you are sitting and complaining and not doing anything, then when all is said and done, when God unravels all of this stuff, when we return back to what we would consider to be normal, you're going to get caught off guard. I will command that you guys do this. I mean, you don't have to do it if you don't want to, but make sure you're praying during this time. Make sure you're focusing on your dreams during this time. Make sure you're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Make sure you're not giving up during this time because inevitably it's going to be over. All of these things will pass. But what you do in the in the process is going to reflect what your outcome will be. And for me, what I'm doing in the process is I'm still keeping faith and I'm still keeping a vision of things to come. I'm still keeping my eye open for opportunities that are greater than the opportunities I had before COVID-19. I'm looking for opportunities to serve others in a way that I've never served before. I'm relishing the opportunity to be able to exercise more, to be able to ride my bike more, to be able to communicate with family more. All of these things should be processes that go on in our minds. Therefore, we can use this pandemic to our benefit. There are some people that are losing their jobs. There are some people that are that are having a, a tough time. But I am telling you to keep the faith. Believe that God is in control. And you're going to come out of this thing better than you came in. Now, it may not look the way you want it to look. It may not look the way you want it to look. But if you keep faith, that company that you feel will fail may not fail. That company that fail may open the opportunity for you to do something greater. It's all about the position of your mind. Because the mind that God has given us is powerful. And I know a lot of people that don't believe in God even understand the theory of speaking things into existence and and based on my research it's the same thing god is also operating in your faith and you speaking things to into existence you speaking your health into existence i'm gonna give y'all a quick story real quick and this is this is i'm not gonna even lie i left the the rally where i went and rallied in 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 the capital came home i felt sick i'm not gonna lie i feel sick i felt like something was wrong and of course, I don't think it was COVID-19 because it takes five to 14 days for it to, to show up, but it could show up instantaneously. I felt sick, right? What did B. Tatum do? I prayed. I prayed over me and my wife that night when we went to bed. I said, God, I prayed that you heal us from any sickness that we may have, whether it's a flu, whether it's anything. God healed me completely, completely felt better in the morning. No remnants of the illness that I was feeling. So don't 
in the midst of this, don't forget where your power source comes from. And I'm going to say a quick prayer real quick because I got two minutes. Like I said, if you if it offends you and you're not a Christian, then it's fine. You don't have to listen. Uh, catch me next week. But for those believers and those Christians out here, I'm going to say a quick prayer. God, we want to thank you for waking us up for another day, a new opportunity. We want to thank you for being sovereign, the creator of all things. We know that you are in control of this situation. God bless us to have a mind that honor you and a mind that understands that you are in control and you have our best interests at heart. God bless us to have more faith. Bless us to forgive others as we will have them to forgive us. God bless our politicians, Doug Ducey, President Trump, all of the politicians that are leaders of our communities. God, I pray that you bless them to have a sound mind, to be focused on what's best for us and for them to be able to have wisdom in acting out or portraying what you would have them to do, benefiting your kingdom and your people. God, I pray that you heal those who are listening, heal us, heal our families, protect us from this disease or illness, the COVID-19. God, I know that you're sovereign and able to do those things. God, I pray that you heal the mind, give people hope, give people peace, give them a sense of security, build up their faith in this time of struggle. God, I know that you're able to do these things we pray all of these things in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you guys for staying with the prayer. Make sure you join me next week, Saturday at 6 p.m. Y'all know what it is. Hearing the truth straight from B. Tatum himself. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be safe out there. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum show. I'm out. Brandon Tatum. KTAR News 92.3 FM.